0: in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details hyundai there's joy
1: in every journey so ben johnson uh apparently called and talked to his star receiver amon ross saint brown on wednesday morning yesterday morning because amon ross saint brown who's got a podcast uh, with his brother called St. Brown Brothers Podcast, told the story of his conversation with Ben Johnson on Tuesday morning. He said that he got a call from Ben Johnson, and he said, so what's up with you? Did you interview? Are you leaving? And he told Amon Ross St. Brown. He, Amon Ross St. Brown, in, in, in retelling the story, said, quote, he's like, you know what? I'm on my way to the facility right now. I couldn't sleep last night. Thinking about it, there's unfinished business. I'm going to stay. Closed quote. That's what he told Amon Ross St. Brown. Said his heart's in Detroit, in Detroit, and he wants to stay. I have no idea what the timing of that is. He said Tuesday morning, I don't know what time the Washington contingent got onto the plane. I don't know when he let them know. There have been reports that he texted them. Yes, that's it's unprofessional. You know, um, on every level, if they're on the plane and they're they're getting a text saying, "I'm not going to interview. I'm staying in Detroit." At that point, certainly, it should have been something that was done face to face. Something that you know could have been done even before they left. Um, but as I've said the last couple of days, this guy was rather preoccupied uh, over the last three weeks. You know, to, to just assume that all he was thinking about was the Washington and/or Seattle opportunities and his presentation in an interview and his you know answers to questions about staff and whatever, while he's getting ready to coach in the biggest games of that franchise's life since 1957. You know, I don't think that's realistic. Um, It's very possible that after the loss, after being eliminated, you know, he got home and he said, all right, now I got to really focus on this. Is this really something that I want? And it certainly sounds like overall the biggest takeaway from the Ben Johnson saga is he doesn't believe he's ready to be a head coach right now. You know, there are people that think it was only about money, There are people that think it was only about the opportunities and he didn't like them. And now I think there's a narrative starting to develop that perhaps, you know, because he's uncertain as to whether or not he's ready to be a head coach, the teams that were super interested became less interested. As I said yesterday on the show, I would have hoped if this guy was really waffling You know, fence-sitting on should I or shouldn't I? If he's got fears about being a head coach, concerns, lack of belief in being a head coach, I would certainly hope that the Washington contingent in a sit-down interview face-to-face on Monday if they had gotten to that point would have recognized that and wouldn't have offered him anyway. Again, I think we dodged a bullet on Ben Johnson. I think so. I mean, we may get a completely different story at some point that says, Oh my God, no, this guy is the real deal. He's just waiting on a specific opportunity that he thinks will be there next year and he got more money, even though Schefter reported he didn't get more money. I just think that, you know, for all intents and purposes, he's scared to be a head coach right now. And if that's true, you don't want you don't want a guy that doesn't believe in himself enough. After what he's done offensively, I mean, there have been a lot less in terms of coaching jobs done by coordinators that have resulted in big time contracts in places. Like this guy was one of the most sought after coordinator candidates in recent years. Uh, Kevin, take this with a, a brief grain or maybe a big grain of salt, but Mark Shalera was on a radio station in Seattle yesterday. Mark Schloreth? Yeah, Mark Schloreth, yep. and he alluded to Ben Johnson really only wanted to go to the Chargers, and once Jim Harbaugh took that job, it was it was pretty set in stone that he was coming back to Detroit. Okay. And if that's the case and he knew that, you know, once Harbaugh took the job, which was, what, last week, he should have let Washington know. He should have let him know in advance. And perhaps he was just using Washington and using Seattle and using others as leverage in his potential negotiations with the Chargers if it fell through with Harbaugh. Who knows? Um, But if he didn't want us or if he doesn't really want to be a coach, whatever it is, it needs to be the right match. And it didn't appear to be with Ben Johnson and Washington, despite all of the reporting that indicated otherwise. Look, I got sucked into all of the reporting, too. You know, it certainly felt like it was Ben Johnson as number one, and Ben Johnson felt maybe the same way about Washington. You know, we had multiple people saying Ben Johnson over and over and over again. Standing was always a little bit, you know, uh, standoffish on this. Um, he was like, you know, he he said, he said to us earlier in the week, and I thought it was an interesting point. He said, when Boomer Esiason went on his radio show and said he knows and essentially is reporting. Remember, this was early last week, maybe Denton, that Ben Johnson is a done deal in Washington. When people who are covering the sport and reporting on the both teams in both places weren't hearing anything from anybody, that was the moment that he first was thinking, something ain't right here. Like, Boomer and why would he have this? And Ian Rappaport or Adam Schefter or a beat person in either market wouldn't have it first. Uh, it was echo chamberish. It was like it just became a thing. And I thought Ben made a really good point yesterday. He was on my podcast yesterday. He said if there's any criticism of the team specific to the Ben Johnson situation, maybe it was they could have done a better job of not allowing the Ben Johnson as the number one guy done deal conversation to sit out there for two weeks because it set an expectation level. And maybe they weren't completely sure. Ben Johnson wasn't completely sure. That's for sure. And maybe, and again, a part of me is like, I don't really think they should care at all what we think. Um, but, you know, maybe there was a way to, uh, you know, perhaps leak information or give somebody information that there are actually two or three or four candidates that they really like a lot. And that Ben Johnson's just one of them because of where they were in the postseason that sat out there for roughly a week and a half, you know, after the Peters hiring. Uh, all right. So there you go. Ben Johnson, uh, through Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, telling, um, uh, you know, people are uh, telling him, uh, why he was staying in Detroit. All right. Uh, Lots of conversation, obviously, lots of perspectives on all of this. I want to go through a few of them, uh, and then I do want right now your thoughts on A, do you think that this situation is being botched? B, how would you like to see it resolved? 301 230 phone lines will open in about five to ten minutes it's the kevin sheehan show on the team 980 the team 980.com we are free and live on the odyssey app
0: this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds